This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. With us today is Mario Canamo. He's a uh, banker, uh, Zurich and Philadelphia, and uh, both continents. And he's one smart guy when it comes to what's going on in Europe. Uh, Mario, what's going on in Europe? Yes. Hi, everybody. I thought I'd start off with something that's interesting that's happening here in America at the moment, in Florida specifically. I remember when Senator Scott, the former governor of Florida, was on your program about a month ago, and he said uh, that Florida is a very interesting case with all the hurricanes that come through there. It'll be interesting to see how they can use electric vehicles, especially when the power goes out, to actually uh, engage in search and rescue. So I think that's a very interesting thing, a very interesting point he raised. And I don't think a lot of people have thought that through, especially in danger zones like Florida or California with earthquakes and forest fires. But um, let's roll over to uh, Europe, where some interesting things have happened today. Of course, everybody knows that Russia has formally annexed the Donbass. That is four regions, uh, which are roughly the size of the state of Maine. The population is around 4 million people. Um, And in response to this annexation, uh, Mr. Zelensky in the Ukraine has asked for an immediate uh, approval to join NATO. He basically said that right now Ukraine is essentially a de facto member of NATO, but he wants a de jure member to become a de jure member of NATO. And the judge who's there can perhaps better explain what that means. the NATO, uh, the person in charge of NATO, uh, said that uh, he basically threw some ice on the whole uh, discussion and said that they needed to take things a step at a time. Obviously, NATO is concerned that if they uh, go ahead and admit the Ukraine, uh, President Putin will view that as an act of war, and he has not uh, backed down on his use of a nuclear weapon. In fact, Chancellor, former Chancellor Merkel in Germany came out and said, as has the CIA, that we need to take President Putin's threats this time regarding use of a nuclear weapon, whether it's tactical or, or strategic, as being very real. Well, to answer your question about de facto versus de jure, de jure means as a matter of law, de facto means based on the facts on the ground. And so what, what they're saying is NATO is acting as if by giving the support they are, uh, with respect to uh, the Ukraine, that they are, in fact, a, a member. But there's a certain status you get from having a de jure membership, which is an attack against the Ukraine's attack against all, would bring all those nation states in. Well, the question is, what what uh, what are we going to do? What is the Ukraine going to do now that, in theory, uh, Putin has annexed those uh, countries? Well, that's, a, that's an excellent question. It, what... Putin is the reason he's annexing it. One, he wants to show some sort of victory. But more importantly, he said, therefore, when the Ukrainians try to surge and get back that Donbass area, that's an act of war against Russia. And it will justify under his doctrine using nuclear nuclear weapons. That's the problem. That's why he he did that. And that's a very frightening prospect. You agree with that, Mario? You're absolutely 100 percent right. The judge 
I couldn't have said it better. Uh, I do want to say one other thing. I was on on Monday and we discussed the uh, Ital- the new or, or soon to be Italian Prime Minister uh, Maloney, and she came out today actually, and she condemned the Russian annexation, and she said that she cannot stand behind Russia, which is a completely different tune with respect to what she was saying in the run up to the election, if you recall, and specifically that uh, Italy had, if she wins, Italy was going to reconsider its stance regarding sanctions against uh, Russia and um, uh, seek to reestablish commercial ties with them. So clearly now she's, um, I would say, with both feet firmly planted in the European, NATO, and um, uh, camp. Now let's talk about one other thing which is important also for all your listeners to know, and this is, this is crucial. Uh, there was a meeting again today in the EU where there was a discussion to, dis- uh, to see if they could reach an agreement on an, a cap with respect to natural g- gas prices. Fifteen of the 27 members of the EU want a cap. The principal member that says no to a cap is Germany, and this is going to create big problems. Germany doesn't want a cap because it needs to protect its industry. The problem is there's not enough natural gas in the world now, and Germany is concerned that if there is an energy cap, it's not going to be able to get enough natural gas to be able to drive its industry forward. So it's dragging its heels. What they did agree at the at the EU level was on a across the board a 5% um, decrease in energy consumption during peak hours and countries will have the flexibility to determine what are peak hours and and how that 5% is going to be implemented. They also agreed on a 33% solidarity tax on refineries. So if you own a refinery like you do, Mr. Katsimatidis, uh, but you own it fortunately in America, you would be facing a 33% solidarity tax. I'm not sure it's fortunate in America right now. Well, think about Don't it. Don't forget, fossil fuel a- business is the enemy of the people of the uh, Washington or the White uh, or the White House right now. Far left. Yeah, well, uh, tack on 33% tax on top of whatever it is you're facing right now, and that's what you would be looking yeah, at Yeah, but, but all the refineries are going to do is, is pass on the increases to uh, the consumer. Well, I know that. I mean, and this you know is that. stupid. I mean, you can't believe what what stupid uh, uh, actions some of these people are taking. Well, Mario, we're out of time. We have to go to Santo D'Amato. And um, and thank you for so much for giving us the, uh, the facts. And we'll catch up with you again real soon. Okay. Have a good weekend. Bye. Me too. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.